0: Listener Production
1: Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling
0: morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday the 15th of July. Millions of Victorians are now on alert with tough new restrictions introduced late last night as the COVID outbreak from Sydney spreads across a number of Melbourne suburbs. The new rules follow a sudden spike in cases in Melbourne with at least 11 new infections of the highly contagious Delta strain recorded. It's believed they're linked to the Sydney removalists who worked in the Victorian city while infectious. Health authorities gave just 90 minutes notice before the new rules kicked in at midnight, and we'll have more details on these restrictions from our reporter on the ground in Melbourne shortly. Meantime, Victorians are being warned the next 24 hours are critical, with a number of exposure sites, including the MCG now listed. Epidemiologist Professor Catherine Bennett telling the ABC, contact tracers have a big task ahead. What they need to understand is the risk that there might be other people infected out there who have been missed, people who didn't QR, check in to the grocery store or assessing what the situation is at the MCG. So this 24-hour period that we're now in is critical. Also making news this morning, the lockdown for the Greater Sydney region and online learning will be extended until at least the end of the month as the Delta variant continues to spread. Here is New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian.
2: Our decisions are always based on the health advice. I have as many people telling us we went too early as I do as many people telling us we went too late. Uh, and I appreciate uh, people are stressed and upset about what's going on, myself included. None of us want to be in this situation. But it's our job to to keep the community safe.
0: 97 local cases of COVID were recorded yesterday, with 24 of those in the community while infectious. And contact tracing is underway at one of Sydney's busiest hospitals after a pregnant woman who was booked in for a cesarean at Liverpool Hospital testing positive. Meantime, the New South Wales government has apologised for major delays at testing centres in Sydney's southwest. It follows the introduction of twice-weekly surveillance testing for essential workers, triggering chaos at testing centres spots. Fairfield Mayor Frank Kimoni has told the project the wait times are too long and they need more clinics and staff.
1: Some members of the community that were feeling unwell last night were waiting up to six hours and they just went home. And what we want to make sure is that we have enough testing clinics. What we don't want is this surveillance testing of all essential workers. There's tens of thousands of them. Impact those people that really need it most.
0: Overseas now and just one week out from the Tokyo Olympics and COVID infection rates have hit a six-month high. The host city recorded more than 1,000 new cases yesterday and that's the highest since January. The Games are still going ahead, though, but some new restrictions have also been announced. No handshaking and athletics. Athletes will now have to put on their own medals. And Queensland has taken out game three of State of Origin on the Gold Coast overnight, beating New South Wales in a stunning upset 20-18, denying the Blues the series sweep. And we'll have a full recap on the big win coming up shortly in Sport. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground and we return to Victoria and residents are bracing for an all too familiar address from Premier Dan Andrews today after the new COVID outbreak. The number of potentially high risk exposure sites has increased and as our reporter James Lake in Melbourne says, strict COVID rules will be back. Yes, the government hasn't wasted any time jumping onto this one, Tash, as we've already seen how quickly it can get out of hand. From 11.59 last night, Spring Street brought back mask-wearing rules. Everyone aged 12 and older has to have their face covered everywhere indoors except for in their private home. Masks are also on whenever we're outside and cannot be socially distanced from another person. Other rules which are expected to be reimposed from today include work-from-home directions, revised indoor crowd limits and caps on the number of visitors in our homes all in a bid to avoid another full-scale lockdown again. And to Queensland, and there's been a major development in the strawberry sabotage saga with all charges against the farm supervisor sensationally dropped. The woman was accused of putting needles in the fruit back in 2018 at the peak of the growing season. It led to copycats right across Australia with more than 65 brands affected. Our reporter David Shiraz has more from Brisbane.
2: Good morning, Tash. That's right. The prosecution's dropped charges against Miut Trin saying it no longer had a reasonable prospect of success. Securing a conviction. The 53-year-old, who was a farm supervisor at Berrylicious in Caboolture, was arrested back in 2018 after needles began showing up in punnets of strawberries at supermarkets. It led to copycat cases at the height of the season and panic among buyers, with more than 180 reports of contamination and the fruit eventually pulled from shelves. The Office of the Director of Public Prosecution says the decision to dismiss a result of pre-trial discussions.
0: Now for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Peter Switzer from the Switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. We've got the current situation unfolding in New South Wales and now the new threat in Victoria. The Delta variant has certainly thrown a curveball at both the economy, health and, of course, jobs.
1: Sure has, Tash. Economists calculate the extended Sydney lockdown will contract the economy and kill thousands of jobs. New South Wales is one third of the Aussie economy and has 22% of the country's workforce and the seven-week lockdown will take 1.4% of growth and this will increase unemployment levels.
0: And the share prices of Afterpay and Zip, Peter, fell by around 10% yesterday and apparently we can blame Apple and PayPal.
1: Yeah, investors in the likes of Afterpay and Zip had a bad day yesterday as Apple joined the Buy Now, Pay Later space. News says Apple was working on a plan to offer Afterpay-style instalment loans to its tens of millions of US customers with Goldman Sachs. Meanwhile, PayPal has launched a rival product with, wait for it, No late fees.
0: That, and also another good story. How extraordinary is this great success? A young Australian online fitness guru has sold her business for more than $400 million.
1: It's extraordinary, isn't it? Yes, her name is Kayla Itzenez, and along with Toby Pearce has created the Sweat app and has now been bought by US fitness giant iFit, which paid in cash and shares ahead of a likely listing on the US stock market down the track. So more money should be coming from a great new age
0: idea. Well done. Great success story. Peter, thank you. Cheers. For Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett As. We reported earlier Queensland saved face overnight, holding on for a very tight win over New South Wales on the Gold Coast.
2: Yes, on the Gold Coast we had twenty six thousand fans turning up for Game Three. Of course, all three games in Queensland, and they watched the Maroons avoid that embarrassing uh, series sweep. It was a gutsy twenty points to eighteen victory over New South Wales, led by the man of the match of Ben Hunt and superstar fullback Kalen Ponga. They have salvaged uh, some pride. Paul Green says he'll put talks about his Origin coaching future aside to enjoy the win. I love Queensland. I love I love
1: playing when I got the chance, and I've, I've enjoyed. This series is tough as it has been, um, but now's not the time to be making any sort of decisions about that.
2: Tom Trebojevic was named the Wally Lewis medal winner as the player of the series. Mitchell Moses and Jack Whiten were the new halves pairing last night. Brad Fittler defending that selection, he believes both of them played well. He was quick to question a few of the refereeing calls though.
1: Like I said, we still had
2: three sets on their line, which we're more disappointed about. Yeah, we couldn't score. So the Blues, of course, get the series win, and that is the most important thing, Tash.
0: Of course it is, Brett, The Blues won. Uh, now, <laughs> of course, ongoing situation in Melbourne with the COVID outbreak causing a number of problems and set to also force three teams to leave, and there could be more changes on the way.
2: Yeah, the Swans and the Giants are packing their bags again, of course. They've uh, been located in Melbourne for the past few weeks. Now they're off to Queensland. The derby, which was originally meant to be in Canberra, was moved to Ballarat. Now it's going to be in Queensland. So a third change on the way. The Bulldogs are expected to leave this morning. Uh, They're set to face the Gold Coast at Metricon on Saturday anyway, so they'll just get out of town early. Tonight's Fremantle-Geelong match will still go ahead in Perth. The Cats were greeted by police on arrival in Perth, tested and and taken to their hotel. AFL Chief Gillan McLaughlin says the rest of the weekend remains the same, but it could change at short notice. We're going to the football this weekend as it stands today. We'll deal with whatever changes come. That's what we've been doing for 18 months, and that's why I, there is change and challenges continue to come. So watch this space. It changes by the hour and by the day, doesn't it?
0: It certainly does. Brett, thank you. Emotional scenes in China this week after a father and son were reunited 24 years after the then two-year-old was abducted. The dad spent more than two decades travelling nearly 500,000 kilometres on a motorbike with banners of his missing son. The heartwarming reunion was captured by cameras this week and the story of the father's search even inspired a movie which came out in 2015 called Lost and love. How incredible is that reunion? And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6 30 a.m. every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.
2: Listen